0: Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6
2: 30 Chad.
0: What a save! Hoskinen with the glove! Unbelievable! Big David, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. This is a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton
1: Oilers are doing on the power play. This is Ryan Nijin Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers.
0: Evan Bouchard with a little
1: on this, Jajar from your Edmonton Oilers. This
0: is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades! Save made by Smith.
1: This is Mike Smith, Leon Dreisettle. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers.
0: Unbelievable.
1: And this is Oilers, Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down.
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
1: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6:30 check.
0: Bye. Our title sponsor, Digitex, Buyer lease. Your next office network, printer from the Digitex.ca, e-commerce store, Alberta's number one, owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Brennan Escott's back at the 630 Chet Studio. Brennan, was that Boston to open today's show? We went a little old school, Bob. Reason being, Tom Scholz, who's sort of the brainchild behind Boston, the songwriter and all that, he turned 73 today. But he's also raised in a, a suburb of Toledo, Ohio, called Austin. Ottawa Hills, so it was a nice fit. You know, if I'm not mistaken, uh there was a show called James at 15 in the late 1970s, and they actually had Boston the Band on the show. Uh, this was sort of the, I guess, for the younger demo out there, uh, the show was actually a bit of the template that was used for the concept of Dawson's Creek in the 1990s. So there's your completely useless and superfluous information that we're renowned for on this show. Uh, it is a game night, the Edmonton Oilers and the Ottawa Senators, and we have a jam-packed show coming up for you today. Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, So, uh... We will tell you that uh, Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, uh, we're working on uh, orchestrating a conversation with him that will occur sometime in and around 12.10 uh, today. Uh, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network will join us today at 12.35. From the Cult of Hockey, David Staples, NHL insider uh, John Shannon will be on the show at 1.35. David Staples, by the way, at 1.05. A reminder, you can reach us anytime at the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. At seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The River Cree has multiple Dreamcatcher Spa stay packages available for booking now. Call one 425 2733 or visit Rivercree backslash stay. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. And a reminder that Ashley Fine Floors is currently renovating. Come see what's on sale now at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com uh, to our top story. It's a game night, uh, top story daily on orders now for legacy heating and cooling with no payments and no interest for one year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Uh, some quick points on uh, tonight's game. Mike Smith is expected to start in goal. Uh, he comes in this season with a record of seven and two with 2.29 goals against average and a 0.925 save percentage. Yesterday, Kyle Turris was placed on the, uh, COVID protocol list uh dave tippett saying today in a question asked by derek van Deest uh extreme cautious uh, uh caution being handled in the terrorist case which is which is interesting so uh He's obviously not available for the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Sounds like William Laguson, according to Dave Tippett, is in, and that Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl will at least uh, start the game. And speaking of that, uh, we'll quickly go in the orders now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers uh, in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Dave Tippett's comments on risk-reward of pairing 97 and 29 together.
2: I mean, that's, a, that's one of the adjustments you make during a game that – it's obviously gets highlighted because of the status of those players, but you make little adjustments like that all, all the time in the game, whether it's a certain matchup you want, or you'll flip a guy in a line here or there. But, uh, you know, when those two guys are together, it, it, uh, usually something pretty good happens. So you can, you're right in the fact that that, that gives you a spark, but there are a lot of other things that happen during a game too, that probably just don't go notice. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's a nice, uh, nice option to have. But both of them, we know both of them can play well with each other, and they both play well without each other. So that gives gives added strength to our team.
0: Alright, uh, that is Edmonton orders head coach uh, Dave Tippett as we took a quick dip into the orders now audio vault. I'll tell you right now, we're going to take care of this out of the gate here. The game day lineup report brought to you by North 49 Home Inspections, professional and thorough home inspections for the Edmonton area. Uh Connor McDavid and Leon will both have 10 points in five games against Ottawa. Yamamoto would be on the right side. Uh, based on yesterday's practice, Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Tyler Ennis and Yessa Jajar Jujar Kera with Devin Shore and we believe it's going to be Patrick Russell, but again, based on yesterday's. Practice. Gaetan Haas, who uh, has looked a little bit better the last couple games, um, has got some solid possession metrics with James Neal and Alex Chase on. If Laguson draws in, and it certainly indicates that that's going to be the case, the Oilers going to have to make a couple moves, by the way, because uh, they're going to have to activate him off of IR. Um, Darnell Nurse, my guess is, would stay with Tyson Berry. Sounds like Caleb Jones was actually on the ice later at the optional this morning than uh, William Laguson. So I, I, in theory, would not be surprised if we saw Laguson with uh, Larson and Russell with Ethan Bear Again, Mike Smith starts in goal. He'll oppose Matt Murray. The Oilers would have to make a couple moves because they'd have to, add, they've currently got three extra skaters outside of Laguson who's on IR. Now, we will mention Kyle Turris would go on the non-roster uh, designation uh, because of the, the situation uh, in terms... A- a- Just because he ends up on the COVID list does not mean that he's tested positive for COVID. We should establish that. Uh, Entirely possible, though, uh, Patrick Russell would need to be activated in order to play, and the owners could easily just slide Evan Bouchard over to the taxi squad. Brendan, are we ready to roll here? We good to go? Can we make it happen? We're we're not, unfortunately. We're working on it. Okay. Uh, Well, let's go back into the Oilers now, Audio Vault, for our friends again at Direct Workwear. Leon Dreisaitl had uh, this comment today, "In the Oilers finding a sweet spot between scoring lots and defending well.
1: Yeah, I think that's what wins you hockey games, right? Uh, We've always struggled with that. I think that was something coming in this year that we really paid attention to, and and we really want to defend the right way and and, um, win those tight games, those those one-goal games. Again, uh, you know those three games against <laughs> Toronto were obviously not not our best, um, not not the way that we wanted to. We wanted to play, but um, I think we've done a pretty good job in the last, like you said, five weeks or whatever. Uh, I'm not sure what we are, thirteen and five or something like that. So that's a pretty pretty good record. So uh, we're obviously looking to continue that tonight.
0: And back into the orders now. Audio vault for direct workwear. Uh, Mike Smith starts in goal. He had these comments on transitioning into a leadership role and growing this over the course of his career.
1: I can remember my first year, some guys telling me that that you know enjoy it because it goes by fast. And now here I am, one of the older guys in the league, and and you're trying to you know relay that same message to these younger players now. But um, I take pride in it. To be honest, I take pride in it. I, I think it's uh, it's an aspect of the game that's that uh, you know is still important, and I think older guys still have a valuable you know a valuable role in this league now, especially being there's there's just so many young players coming in every single year, and and uh, you know they can't do it by themselves. So I think it's uh, as as amazing as Connor as a captain, and, and Leon is they're they're young players that that uh you need a helping hand from time to time so I think that's what older guys are here for and that's what you know guys did for me when I came into the league and uh, I think that that same you know support that got me to the point I am now uh these younger players deserve the same from me um you know because I appreciate everything that older players did for me when I was a younger kid
0: That is Mike Smith again. He will start tonight. He'll oppose Matt Murray in goal for the Ottawa Senators who've uh, re-put together their lines. We'll discuss that a little bit later on. At this time, though, we are pleased to be joined by our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk. W-I-L-H-A-U-K. We welcome back to the show Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Hello, Ken. How are you?
2: Good, Bob. Nice to be with you.
0: Yes, thank you. Uh, well, look, uh, tonight marks the midway point of the season. How would you uh, – so let's get right to it. How would you assess, uh, you know, where, where your group is at right now?
2: Well, you know, if you look at the season, we got out of the gate three and six. Um, one, 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 th- one and three, I think, and then three and six. And I studied the ship, went on a – you know, I think we're 13 and five our last – 18 games um, you know I like, you know obviously we got swept here in a three game series by Toronto but I think overall um, you know we're in the thick of things we're in a, we, you know if you look at our division I think it's seven points is it from second to sixth and I kind of expected that at the end of the year that uh, our division was going to be very very tight so I think that we're we got to be happy we're in the thick of things Um and I think we've had some, some lots of positives after a t- after a tough start to go 13 and five in the last 18. It's a, a, you know it's a it's it's a very good record. I'm not sure we can keep doing that up, but certainly uh, that, that that run of 13 wins and 18 games got us, got us in a in a real good position here looking towards the second half of the season.
0: Ken, do you think when you have both goaltenders Smith and Koskinen, you have a truer indication of maybe what your team can do?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, obviously that's the way we built the team. You know, when you look at last, you know a year and a half ago when we signed Mike Smith, uh, the feeling was Smitty and, and Koski would you know 60-40, 50-50. I think as it turned out last season it was almost 50-50 to the to the game. And, and uh, you know we went into the uh, free agent market and uh, I, I didn't sign Mike Smith. I told him and his agent that we were going to kind of go in the market and kind of explore and and uh, after we went through everything um made a decision to bring Mike Smith back and you know that would be based upon them playing again 60 40 50 50 and we started out the year with Mike Smith getting hurt in in warm up in the opening game and I think Koski played 10 of the first 11 or 11 of the first 12 and we and we look at the schedule it's a game every site it's a, it's a, it's a playoff schedule it's not a regular NHL schedule where you play 2.5 games a week you're playing you know, three to three and a half games a week. So uh, um, once Mike Smith came back, I think it's it. it uh, Koski, Mike Smith's played good. Koski's played good, and, and I I just think Koski got kind of uh, overworked there at the start. And and uh, our goaltending has been a real strength for us. Uh, once Mike Smith has come back.
0: Oscar Clefbaum was a significant loss. You knew that was coming. You signed Tyson Berry, a uh, different type of defenseman. Maybe just an assessment on the progression and maturation of Darnell Nurse on the back end. And whether or not you think maybe your defense might be deeper than you initially thought with, uh, it sounds like Lagunson's back in tonight. Uh The Oilers are also 9-3 and three when they've had Bouchard in the lineup. So a couple guys there, maybe you weren't quite sure what they could bring. Uh, just an overall assessment on the D from your perspective.
2: Well, Darnell Nurse had a great he's had, to this point in time he's had a great year I mean he's he's with the loss of club bomb we've, we've leaned on him uh, even you know last year he played 22-23 minutes a night there's, he's playing probably close to 25 and there's been 2-3 nights where he's played 30-plus 30, 30 so you know he's in my opinion he's one of the Played his way into, you know, having one of the best years for all the defense in the National Hockey League, and he's, you know, you can see how he's growing, you know, from last year to this year, just more confident, eating up minutes, and and. Uh... Um, he's he's a big he's a big part of our defense back there. Tyson Berry got off to a slow start uh, the first five six games, and I think since since that point in time is uh, back to the Tyson Berry that we thought we were getting when we signed him. You know he's been uh, been active in the offensive zone. I think he's I'm not sure where he is today, but anyway you know, he's around the top five or top ten uh, defenseman scorers in the National Hockey League. So between him and Darnell, they've given us a real dimension of uh, of 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 offense from the back end we we have one of the uh we're near the league lead in in uh offense from the back end certainly that's a dimension that you like to have over the course of the season cuz you know you need the defense from all over the place and then you know laggy's laggy got in there played real good then he got hurt uh, Lages, and he's going back in tonight bouchard played well when he when he's gone in there i guess you know it's i think that uh you know we feel good about our defense there's a lot of young there's a lot of youth back there you know Bush is 21 I think Caleb Jones 23 Bear 23 Nurse is only 25 you know Lagesson. I think twenty-four just turned twenty-five, so you know it's it's a relatively young defense. Um, and then uh, you know the vets have also played. Larson's had a good had a good year, and we talked about Barry. So we, um, you know, Kukuk got in there and did a good job, especially on the penalty kill. And we've lost him lost him for the year, so we, we brought up Lindstrom, who we signed out of out of Sweden. He's just been cleared through quarantine and just joined us. I'm not sure if and when and, and when he'll play, but uh, certainly we feel good about the. Depth. The the, the 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 depth that we've got on defense, and we also feel good about the contributions that we're getting from our back end uh, um, offensively. Uh,
0: you had Larry Murphy in Detroit. He was almost damaged goods when you got him. They ran him out of Toronto, uh, and you know, sixteen hundred games in the NHL. Do you see a little bit of uh, Larry Murphy and Bouchard's game? Albeit, Bouchard's got better feet, but uh, from me, I mean, that's a guy that played a long time in the National Hockey League and was a, a pretty good defenseman
2: yeah and I think Bush is going to play a long time i mean I, you know i think when he got in he, when he's got in there he's played really good and I, I, I you know you you know on one hand we can have a conversation about you know should he be in there every night, but on the other hand, you have the conversation about our depth of defense and 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 i, I, I they've kept us trying to keep them all all going and certainly yeah you know, with you know, Boosh shoots right and plays right defense. The Ethan Bear shoots right, plays right defense. Barry's the same. Larson's the same. So some nights Tip plays seven defenseman gets all four in. Some nights he plays he plays six. He, I think Dave, one of the strengths that Dave Tippett has since you know, going back to last year he seems to keep everybody keeps all the players going. They they, they, they go for a bit and then they, they maybe sit for three, four games but he doesn't forget about them, he gets them back in and certainly Bush is a is a young guy and uh He's going to be a big part of this team and play in this league for a long time. And again, I love to see him probably play every night. But we got to keep everybody going. We got to keep everybody sharp. And I think that that's added to having a real good team 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 chemistry. And when Bush has gone in, he's played he's played really well. But you know, certainly, uh, I think Bush is going to play a long time. He's got the ability to move the puck um and 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 he's got a great ability on the offensive blue line to get shots through the net and, and shot attempts every night he seems to have four or five shots and and then and, and others that 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 are, that are attempts and that's a that's a gift lots of people can't can't get pucks to that he knows how to get get pucks get get pucks to the net so uh certainly gonna be a big part of our team um going forward i think he's gonna play a lot of years in the national hockey league and uh, being a young guy and it's hard to be patient. I know he'd probably like to be in there, be in there every night. But uh, when he isn't, has been in there, he's played real well.
0: Are you surprised at how good Yesupul Yarby has been, given that there was a lot of uncertainty? My, I mean, hey, I watched him for three years, Ken. I didn't see this out of him, and, and when I mean this, not the offensive productivity, but the way he's
2: playing. Well, I think you know, again, I, did, I you know I wasn't here before, and I guess. You know, what I've liked from, from day one, first off, is his attitude. You know, he came in, uh, he and I talked the first day of training camp. We talked, we chatted a little bit, and then we started we, we, we did in the next, I think, we, we, we talked about his number. He changed his number for, for to, to 13, and he seemed to, we, to uh, Dave kept put him on a line there opening a t- training camp. Uh, um, it was going to be our third line with Archibald and Turris, and he, uh, he just had a great attitude. He was seemed to be happy to be here, and and you know from a from a guy in a year earlier that had told me face to face and through his agent that he didn't want to be uh, an Oiler anymore. Um, step number one was he seemed to be happy and seemed to have a great attitude. And by what game four, game five the night in Winnipeg when uh, Tip put him up there on the line with Connor and and Nuge and they played an outstanding game. He's, his 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 confidence is growing. Um, and what I liked about him is uh, he's, he's playing a North American game. He's for the most part, he goes straight lines. He gets in on the four check. He gets on the puck. The other night he had a great, uh, reverse check when he was protecting the puck in the corner and somebody came to hit him and he reversed him. He's a big, big, powerful man. He sent the guy flying. You can see his confidence, confidence growing. And, and, uh, you know, he's obviously he's got seven goals, um, but he's he's done a great job when he's been on the line with with Connor and Nuge and he's he's got the puck in the hands of Connor so that we can get the puck transported from one zone to the other. The other night he was on right wing with uh, with Nuge and I thought uh, he 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 then took some opportunity to Nuge did some transporting the puck but he also transported the puck so you can see his confidence growing. Um, he's a he's a big he's a big guy. I think when you want to you know you want to we're playing a playoff schedule. You need some big people in your lineup that can go up there every night and play in different situations, and he's a big, big, strong, powerful man, and getting stronger on the wall. He he, he doesn't turn the puck over. He gets the puck in the hands of uh, of his line mates to get the puck moving forward, so he's been a, a... I want to say a pleasant surprise because he is the fourth pick in the draft but he's been a great story for us um, right from from day one at training camp and 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 his age being 23 years of age um, you, you, there's, there's, there's the potential there that he's just going to continue to uh, to grow with his confidence and, and and become a very important player on our on our hockey team.
0: Ken uh, Holland joining us. He's Evans Otters General Manager, Bob stoffer Ken, we have three minutes left, so I'm going to make it quick. Uh, we have the trade deadline about a month away. Completely different animal this year because of the combination of the quarantine, COVID situation, and the limited cap space for a number of teams, including the orders around the year, around the league.
2: Yeah, I mean, totally different. I mean, you know, if you look at our situation, I mean, we're we're – you know, with Cleft or an LTI, what LTI means, you know, if you don't have a person on, L, on, on long-term injury, whatever – cap space that you've you've had over the course of the start of the season, it basically starts to, to, to grow to the greater value. It doubles and triples. By the time you get to the trade deadline in a normal eighty two game season, it's almost worth four times whatever you got. But when you're in LTI they 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 count differently, they count your your cap money differently and you don't accrue space. So for basically for us with Puff Bomb going in LTI and opening day, we're dollar in, dollar out. So okay. right off the bat we're in a, we're in a different place. Then you Factor in the quarantine, um, you know, which for the Canadian team, which is which is which is significant. You look at the standings. I would say to you, Bob, that probably you know calls are slowly starting around the league to to to, to, to communicate. I'm not sure where it's going where, where it's going to lead. You know, I, I think also, you know, you want to. You want to when, when you spend assets future assets. You want to know you want to know that you're in the playoffs, and then a 56 game schedule. It's harder to get to get separation from the from, from the fifth from the fifth spot. So those are all factors that go into uh, decision making time at the trade deadline. You know I'll work the phones here over the next month to you know make some calls and and answer some calls, and we'll, we'll see where it leads.
0: Uh, Twenty second easy one for you. If you were to uh, target a specific area. Would it be maybe third line center, given the depth you have on defense, and you now have three goalies that can play in the NHL? Once uh, you get Staylock up and running, so would 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 you look maybe yeah, at center?
2: I guess I would say. To, I guess I would the thing at the deadline. You when you you always you know you look you look for experience. You know, you're, you, you whether it's on defense or the. You know, and those are the people that are coming available. Could we use another another forward and somebody that maybe's played tight and center? Yeah, I, but I think J.J. Kerr has done a good job. Obviously, we signed tourists for that job, and and he didn't get off to a great start. He's on, I thought he played his best game of the year for us the other night on, but it was on it was on was on right wing. Uh, you now you got Haas uh, in, in the four hole, so you know they're doing a good job for us. But you know, we'll see what players are available, what the cost is going to be. And then, and then look at the standings, and and uh, and then you got to look at this again—the cap issue with 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 LPI—and and make some decisions. You know, obviously, we spent a lot of assets last year at the trade deadline. I'm not going to do that again, but will I spend some assets to, to try to make our team better? If the right place is there for the right guy, uh, yes.
0: Ken, we appreciate your time. We're up against the clock. Thank you for joining us on Witters Now. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That is Ken Holland. He's the president and general manager of the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club. It is 1229 in Edmonton. Straight off to a global news, weather, traffic update uh, with Eileen Bell. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.